All right. It's that time. It's time for Beyond Sight and Sound. Let's do this. Please do not operate motor vehicles or power equipment while under the influence of this show. Listening to this show could cause side effects such as bouts of laughter, violent binges of cabin fever, and even dreams of silver and gold. Please be advised. Now that the fine print is out of the way, on with the show. All right, we're back. We are back, and we're live. Ah, uh, let's see. You know, hey, fashionably late or not at all? Well, I think we'll take fashionably late. That's that's just the way it goes. So let me see what I've got going on here because I got a lot of things going on on my screen. Uh, let's get Chuck in here. He's fresh back from Aruba. Sporting a suntan and all. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you, you, you can't get away from the suntan. Uh, average daytime temps were 86, 87. In the evening, I got to cool down to a whopping 78. We saw no rain. Wow. None. It was nice. It wow. really was. 
but you really had to be careful out in the sun because the trade winds were blowing good and that dries you out. And, uh, and then the sun, the reflection of the uh, ocean, it and just we did it. They have like three days, four days where the wind had laid down and got calm and we're able to work some beaches and got in some goodies and we had a good time and uh, nice place. Nice. Place. Uh, big question. Did you get your internet upgraded? You sound different. Yes, I, I did. The internet has been upgraded. Nice. Good. And speaking of upgrading, we're, uh, we're going to upgrade to a three-way screen here because we've got a guest on with us tonight chuck yeah welcome jason and he's uh he's raring to go so we'll uh we'll try to get him onto the screen here too here we go oh everyone there's the man hey, buddy, hello. all right so we did we've nice flat. We pulled it off we got we got Three of us off the ground here. <laughs> hmm. And the chat, it's it's flying like a ticker tape on the YouTube side. Good Lord. Yeah, it's, I don't it's know. Drinking right Monster or something. They're, they're all wired up. Arden and all our good friends. Pacifico I'm, made it. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure there's a few people in there that have had way too many Reese cups before the show. <laughs> Cause they're, they're just wired up. It It's crazy. Wow. Yep. Looks like things have slowed down Mike a little bit. Okay. We got, we got the whole crew. Yeah, so Mike. Mike. Yeah. 42. He's picking numbers already. What's going on with that? Oh, it's hard to say. You got to keep an eye on Mike. He's uh, he's got a few tricks up his sleeve that he's going to be <laughs> letting loose with here pretty soon. But uh, I even saw we got uh, we got Jason Weir in the chat too. Oh yeah. Huh. Well, that works all right. Definitely. So it looks like we're we're going to have quite the uh, blending of the show because. Jason's uh he's he's taking a shot at that shooters and prospectors shirt. Uh, <laughs> and we figured we'd wait until you got back from Aruba. And Oh my gosh, that's a class. Oh, check it out. <laughs> Amazing. Well you are large or extra large. <laughs> Give me an extra large in case I has a little bit of shrinkage. That'd be great. Okay. Yeah, it yeah, is a good shrink. Don't tumble dry it, but I've got an XL here. Thank you. No yeah, problem. Yeah, you may want to let that drip dry. Chuck, did you get some manicure action in? Yes, I did, and I uh, used it. He the did. Whoa, did he? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I did. Oh, yeah. Let's see. Uh, get it in the camera there, a little gold blingy. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, we did good. <laughs> Uh, 18k, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Good job, 18k. Good now, job. We got this. This came up out of coral, and I got it down to this point, and it's platinum. 
We couldn't see it before. So and then the wow. rest of it is mid-range down to oh my god, junk. This is what your silver looks like when it comes up. Let's see if I get it over here. That's oh, crusted yeah. silver. That's that's just what hey, it is. Give me a minute, Chuck. Uh Give, give me a minute, Chuck, and <clears throat> I'll go ahead and put you on the screen on your own, and that way people can get a better uh, okay. better view. I don't uh, want to take away from Jason. No, nope. this me... is a joint show tonight. I want to hear about you, too, because I know you okay. got a lot of cool finds. Oh, I had a good week. Uh, not All as right. good as some of the others. Some of the others really oh, could really? get deeper so, on hookah systems, and they oh, did yeah. well. They did well. Uh, I'm gonna drop Tim. I'm gonna drop off the screen so that way that'll give you a little bigger, uh, little bigger view for the followers. That way they can see those finds a little better. Yeah, we had we had a good trip, and and you know that is, I believe, titanium yin yang ring with a gold insert, and. Uh, of course, you never you never get both earrings, and you get some blingy stuff floating around there. So it was a pretty good week. Uh, a little Pandora ringage, that type of stuff. Silver insert with it, and um, had a lot of fun. Tiny gold earring, and um, some of it was challenging because of the surf action. And let me tell you, if you catch a surf wrong. And there isn't a lot of chuck there. Bouncing up the beach isn't fun. <laughs> Butt over elbows one time. I thought I had it uh, thought I had it locked in, but it picked me up, spit me out, and I said, Well, enough of that in this trench. I'll go back up on the wet sand. <laughs> so well, hey, Barb, I just got all brand new internet. Upgraded. So, uh, let's see. ORH charged me for second bag. Not quite. Not quite. But I had a good time. I did get into the gold a little bit. Others did a little better. Others didn't do as well. I got mostly silver. But the silver gets crusted up. And and it's it's challenging and the metacord did well and i switched from the large coil down to the eight inch and that's when i started hitting the smaller gold and the fine gold ring and that ring set these two pieces this is a set jill jill's the one who explained it to me um they were 30 feet apart i got those two pieces so yeah, Jill's shopping bag took the extra bag. Yep, I was putting stuff in my luggage to keep her weight down on that bag. <laughs> well, a lot of fun. Chuck, well, did you have any competition out there? A lot yeah. of people out detecting? There were, yes. We ran in quite a few at certain places. Other places, we were the only ones. So, with that being said, yeah, a lot of people go down there and de detect. The big hotel row, uh, God, that thing, that piece of beach is a couple miles long. Oh, wow. And uh, at noontime, you couldn't walk. That's, we quit detecting, generally around noon to one. It was just so heavy with traffic and people out there. It was crazy. And um, 
uh, as I said before I left, I worked out the bottle cap problem. I wasn't finding many of them at all. But they're there, and they got the zinc coating, and we had that kind of narrow down the sound and what it did on the Manicore with the 8-inch, the crackling sound. I'd spot check them to make sure I was digging the right thought, you know. Had a lot of fun. Spent a lot of hours in the sun. The first week, I just kind of eased in. Never hurts to double check. Mm -mm. That sun's wicked, Jason. That oh, sun is wicked, buddy. Whew. Man. All my, all my friends that go on cruises down there, they always come back just, just red, red, red. Yeah. Yeah, I was laying on the uh, laying on the lotion. Uh, rolled up and got in the water and mid waist deep to about chest deep if the surf wasn't bad if the surf was bad i was generally there's a cut where that surf rolls in and i try to work that cut and yeah, uh guys were wading deep and using hookahs and they did pretty well with the hookahs and uh they were finding some good stuff we had a lot of fun and chicago ron's tour was a very nice very nice trip Well, so. I know there were a number of us back here that just, oh, it was heartbreaking to see you have to deal with so much grief and stress. Having it was to deal with all that winter and no rain. I was, under the, I was under the gun to get into the gold in the first week I had. The second week I did. There you go. There you go. Josh, I don't know about you, Josh, but seeing all that gear when he first went live, first time in his little place he was staying at all that gear lined up oh my gosh right uh, yeah oh, it was done. like a detective dealer store right there well uh, i talked to a lot of people <laughs> they came up asking so but uh, i did talk with uh one gentleman on the beach he'd been coming there for over 20 years and oh, he'd wow. been detecting about 15 years of that and he off and on done pretty well and we got there at the tail end of the conference, the International Diamond Merchants oh, wow. show is there every year. And if you go downtown, about every third store is a jewelry shop. I'm serious. And it's crazy. That makes for a lot of nice deposits on the beach, I'm sure. Yeah. And a lot of recoveries got made. Ron did several. In oh, fact, yeah. we just a little ways apart and this gal was messing with her necklace and she lost the charm off of it. Mom called Ron over. She saw him. He found it. Took him five minutes. He nice little gold charm. Oh wow. He recovered that. Nice. Well I can I can just imagine the way some people would have been uh ten years ago. You were out for a morning beach hunt with a group of us there in Chicago. Yep. And after you had left, and I don't know, you may have even seen that gentleman on the beach, but there had been a guy on the beach hunting with a bounty hunter and a hand, a plastic hand scoop, sand scoop. Uh-huh. And we had been out there hunting, the rest of us. And on our way out, we stopped at this uh like a lemon shake-up stand. Ron wanted to get something to drink. And he was running his GPX. Ron was. Mm -hmm. uh, we had two CTXs and a Deus, as well as our beach scoops. And as we were walking off the beach, 
that gentleman that had been running that bounty hunter in that plastic sand scoop. He was just a staring at us as we walked by, and Ron's just <laughs> laughing. He says, did you see that? That guy's looking at us like we're the dream team or something, because he's got his bounty hunter and his plastic sand scoop, and we're rolling with like 10 grand in gear. Oh, well, I, I don't know how many times I got asked, they come up, are you finding anything? Yeah, oh, Mostly coins, and I pull out some different things and talk to us, and always, almost always, what's the best thing you ever found? And I gave him my typical answer, my wife. And they just look at you, and then the wife of the guy asking is generally laughing. She goes, good response. Good answer. <laughs> so that's what I always tell them. Oh, found my wife. She lets me come wander around on a beach. You know, every yeah. video, every video, Chuck, you see these guys on the beach, and they're always finding cell phones for people that have lost their cell phone. Mm -hmm. and girls come up and say, "Hey, oh, yeah. hey, hey, I lost my phone. Can you help me?" Mm -hmm. Yeah, the uh, Ron recovered a cell phone, but it may have been in the that was out of the water. It wasn't crusty, but I think. Uh, been in long enough it was an iphone that it probably was they were trying to dry it out see if it'd power up if they could power up they might find the owner yeah. i don't i don't believe it ever powered up no well there's a lot so, to be said for those life proof cases uh they're expensive yeah. but they're worth it the wife had one of those for her phone my phone doesn't travel with me along the beach i don't very much. I went down and did a sunset the one night, and then at the one beach I did the go live. Uh, I had it with me. After that, I leave it behind. I don't take anything of any great value out in the water with me, other than and then I've got a clip on my uh, waist right. band for the pouch to hold the detector, and the pouch tight and good hand on the scoop. The scoop handle was made to float, and it does. It comes up if you drop nice. it. Chuck, I use a GoPro go. on my hat a lot of times. Do you have a GoPro that you use? Yeah, I do have a GoPro, but I don't put it on the hat band, and it like I can't get it to quite center and do what I want it to do. So I just I did some GoPro shooting, but it's not good. I'm I'm not a videographer. I'll do a go live and uh, let people know where what we're doing and how we're doing or what we just dug up that kind of stuff and do my go lives and. Uh, the one go live of the girls shopping had like, oh, a couple thousand hits right away. The other go live down on the beach had like 9,000. Right. They figured you were fixing to show off some more gold. <laughs> there you go. So it was a, it was a good, uh, good trip and a little uh, teaser for y'all back here in the not so cold Midwest while we were gone anyway. Right. Yeah, that's true. We had record highs. I'm, and I'm sure Jason had them, too. I did. Uh, I always, like you, Chuck, I go live with my, with my camera more than I do anything else. Because, yep. you know, all my friends look forward to seeing it, you know, what I find. You know, silver all the time. You know, mercury dime, you can bet on Google Live. But I don't get that jinx, you know, that, there you that go. Google Live jinx. A lot of times they'll say, hey, I feel confident. This is the signal. Because it never fails. I always mess that one up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
So, and, and how long have you been detecting, Jason? Since about 99. Right. My first metal detector was the Explorer XS. Oh, good. Ooh, like, nice. I still have it. I mean, it's it's great. It's deep, but it's slow. Yeah. But nothing wrong with slow. Slow and go. Yep. Slow and go. Yeah, it's yep. Yep. Little, little on the heavy side. Well, yeah, you, you made a good choice to start out with. Yeah. And then I had, yep. uh, I had a White's Coin Master. And, uh, of course, I got the CTX and the Deus and the um, Ovix, the Equinox 800. But I haven't got the Manicore yet, and I've been watching the Manicore, and I've been watching that Nocta Legend, too. The I, Legend isn't bad. Uh, the Manicore is good. <laughs> Just about. But I'm a mind nav guy. Don't tell anybody. <laughs> yeah. You know, the, the, the thing about it, we have some great machines out there. I like that Manicore. That Manicore did me well on the beach. And uh, Frank's in the house. I used his Aquatex this time. And they did very well. Um, he is in the house. Yeah. And Aquatex did well. So, you know, it was a good compliment to the Manicore. And uh, I did all right with it. And uh, it rolled up the beach with me and survived that. Nice. <laughs> so it can take a beating. Yeah, and give it back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so... If if you got in in '99 with the Explorer XS, Jason, what prompted you to start out with the XS? Uh, YouTube videos. There's always videos, you know. And you know, I've been a, a member of the club, Speaker Treasure Hunters Club. We do. A, we got a national hunt coming up too, by the way. <laughs> but uh, that's what gets got me started. Everybody, all the things that I watched, uh, early websites talked a lot about it and just turned me on, just lit me up. But you know, I also wanted to try the whites. I wanted to give two different ver you know, two two different oh man, two different things to try. But my nab was the best. And it seemed like silver, man. I don't know about you guys, those that use Mind Lab, but the XS is probably one of the better Mind Lab silver finders you can find. It's deep. But you gotta go yes. low and slow. You have to go low and slow. Yep, and you have to yep. pay attention because it is a different set up you had that kind of an s curve yes. right different different beast than the ctx yeah. and they straightened that out to that 12 line into once the se pro then it moved to the e-track and straight e track yep se pro was killer too it was deep it was a deep machine yeah i think it was deeper than the e-track yeah, yeah. it's I, a I, very good possibility and I had a Very small good. coil and a large coil, but that's about all I had. And then I got an E-Track, too. I got an E-Track that I use. I, I, you know, I got, when it, when the E-Track come out, everybody talked about how faster it was. It was a little bit faster, better processors. And I, and I right. liked it. It was great. And I still like yeah. it today. You know, it's part of the arsenal. It yeah. is. And, and that's, you know, the, the, the serious detectors has an arsenal. Yep. You know, and... Um, uh, they roll with, I know one gentleman I talked to today from Florida, and he's wanting a 900. He has a uh, Legend. He has a Deus II. And now he wants to go into the, uh, the Equinox 900. And he was asking my opinion 
what would be the best between the 900 and Manicor. And I said, if you're just starting with the Mind Lab, let's go the 900. It's easier. Uh, and I explained the difference of the 2D screen and what you see. But I think the 900 would be your first good step into into it. And you get the six inch coil with it. And uh, yeah. he says he's got a buddy that's using it. And his buddy's kind of kicking his yeah, backside. And I still say that the Manicore can be a killer machine, especially if it's tweaked and tuned, but it's not necessarily for somebody just getting into the hobby. Right. I did learn something down there on that, that particular beach in that particular area. I had the sensitivity up a little high for a while. That beach was pretty well loaded. So I switched over. I dropped the sensitivity to about a 22 setting. I switched over to um, all metal all the time. Uh, I ran all metal so I could hear. I could hear. You want to hear it? Yep. Yep. And I ran all metal all the time after that. And it, it did very well. And it got some really small, deep things. Now, I had a gold, small gold earring with a little stone in it, a little like a moss agate or something. And it ping that i mean it would ping that tiny stuff very well and uh i'm trying to recover it in the scoop and it isn't working and i could see in the water it letter and finally i right slip right through and i had to go down for it about three feet and grab a handful and i got it and brought it up they slipped right through and a couple other small ones gave me some frustration too in the water and uh, but other than that I picked them up well yeah banged them all right on nice all the fun I don't get so, to be I don't get to be trying a lot so all of it to me is relearning what I need to know while I'm out there right. and I mean the coinage the coinage down there you've got panama you got oh, yeah. uh, netherlands you got aruba coins you've got pesos euros pesos yeah. american yeah so that's more down there i mean around here we had a lot of railroads across kansas so i i had a lot of old parks that had railroads across through very close to them and mm -hmm. you'd be surprised the, the coinage i find from south america because a lot of the immigration immigrants that come oh. in railroads and they were putting those road lines. Oh yeah. In. Yeah. Yeah. absolutely. One Aruba coin that was, and they used 75% silver. It was pre 1960. And it was nice. just a big black blob. And I just threw it in the bag when I brought it home, I cracked it open. And it's, but it's well salt damaged. Yeah. Oh, Cookie wow. coin. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yep. So, so when and and I'm sure that I'm sure it probably wouldn't take him but a minute to think of this, but once you got out with your excess, what was that first that just really shocking find for you, Jason? That well that I'm like, not gonna, yeah, I'm not gonna I'm lie to you. When I first got out there, I was hitting, you know, like a lot of detectors you use, you know, when you get into you know the entry level, I was hitting wheat pennies like crazy. But the, the first awesome coin that I found was, the of course, the Indian Head Penny. Bar of the Indian Head Penny. 
<laughs> but, yeah, and and I love. I mean, I don't know about you guys, but around here, you know, it's seeded, it's Indian head pennies, and it's Mercury dimes, and it's standing Liberty quarters. You know, you get lucky and you find the halves a lot walking Liberties. Um, the Morgans, man, around here, you get lucky if you find a Morgan. They've all been found. I can't say all of them, but you know, I got to really look hard for them. You got to really study your your uh, plat maps and all right. that. Do your research. You got to really get into looking because everybody's got a metal detector around here. And, and and my club, you know, our club consists of about sixty-five members. Ooh. And we're not, all that's not bad. It's not bad. No. And uh, we're all pretty active, and, and we have a fines board. You know, like like all. I'm sure Illinois has probably got something close to that too, Josh. Um, they have a fines board and they, they hand out nice silver coins, you know, for the ones that do great each month. And Oh, yeah. Chuck's seen they, some uh, very impressive fines at some of the club meetings. Yeah. I mean, a few of them he showed himself. And, and here in Kansas, we have, you know, we only have a couple, you know, really, really known military bases from Civil War times. We got, Fort Leavenworth, which everybody knows, hears about that. And then down right. there in uh, Fort Scott, we have the old Fort Scott, which was a high traffic area for Civil War times. You know, the, lots of CS belt buckles there. You name it. Everything. Yeah. There. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, well, so yeah. you, you kind of do, do you fancy yourself as more of a relic hunter then or a coin shooter? No, see, Fort Scott's a drive for me. I do go down there, you know. I, I don't go to Fort Leavenworth much because that base is like off limits. You you really can't get in there for nothing, and just like just like. Uh, well, you can get in there. There's just no telling when you may get out. Fort Riley, Fort Riley, they don't want you in there at all because there are most of that ground's artillery ground where they've been shooting shells for years. They don't want you in that at all. Um, oh yeah. Yeah, liability. But when I get down to Fort Scott, all the area up against Fort Scott is places where the soldiers used to camp at. You know, it's not just the the actual old base itself. I mean, there's plenty of fields I can hunt, but it's just that right. So, there. so like down around there, it's not necessarily all on government land no. anymore. Some no. of that's on private land that you can gain yeah. access to. Nice. But man, when you get in there and you you drool, you know, at the ground, you guys you think in your mind, oh my gosh, this is it. Let me hunt this. And those those guides that are there, those park rangers there, they just look at you and say, just try it. <laughs> yeah. You just you go right ahead. You just keep thinking that. <laughs> yeah. But but we have fun. And I don't go down there a whole lot. I mean, because it's it's like about a two hour drive. Well, a little more than that. But once in a while, I'll get down there. Some guys will invite me down around Pittsburgh, Kansas, and I'll, and I'll hunt. I do most of my detecting around here is uh, parks, old houses. Nowadays, it's about the old houses. The parks are getting hunted. Nothing, nothing wrong with the old home sites. Yes, and I door knock a lot. I get yeses and I get noes. It's all about the smile. It's about being polite and especially right? about showing them what you find. And giving them the option of taking something that might mean something to them. Right. Yeah. Very, very good points. And going with that uh, train of thought, I bet you get more yeses than noes. 
I do. I mean, there's always that a few. You'd be surprised. Sometimes you get an exceptionally nice house, and they'll they'll tell you no. But other times you get a real nice place, and they'll say, hey, you know, we don't care. Go ahead. They don't care about sacrificing the yard. You know, I cover my holes up. But oh, yeah. Yeah. Right here, they take so much pride in their yard, they don't want nobody in there. Nobody. Me, so me I, and I a buddy were out. We were out hunting one day in another village, and uh, we we hadn't been out but maybe 20 minutes when somebody stops and they're like, hey, you finding much? I said, well, no, but to be quite honest, we just got here. Yep. Said, oh, well, if you get bored, here's my address. I live mm -hmm. up on Main Street. My house was built in the 1800s. You guys just come on by and oh. see what you can find. I'll even take you through the house and show the old uh woodwork and everything if you'd like nice wow okay that's the first time i've ever been drug off of a permission to go to another one yeah uh here in kansas we have uh our schools are all public so anything public is is okay to melt it on right um, free game it's free game and the police department around here a couple of them are metal detecting uh fanatics and they and they will come by and they'll check on you and see how you're doing and uh, one of my favorite finds I found, we have an old college that is, is currently the high school. But before the high school, it was an old Camel College from back in 1917. And I found the nice. three married widows condom tin about five foot from the, the bell tower <laughs> at that, at that, on that ground. And I'm thinking, oh, my God, the history this could tell me because <laughs> it's on the college ground. <laughs> Oh yeah, oh, yeah. You know, you know, you're in a good spot. There you go. Three merry widows. Now, I'm sure a lot of you guys find those, or they're everywhere. But it's just neat. It's really neat when you can find them. It really is, especially when they're complete. You know, the complete tin. You can actually see the the emblem. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. What, absolutely. What, up to this date, what is your favorite find? Oh, <laughs> my favorite find doesn't it have was, to necessarily be the most down. valuable. Yeah, not well. It's valuable too, but uh, I was in a park in an old railroad town again, and that, and I found an 1864 uh, Peruvian half real, and I thought it was seated because when I pulled it up, you know, that's the first thing I in seen. Was, it was it was amazing to pull. Good and I, job. Inches, and I mean, I thought for sure it was sweet. I mean, you knew it was silver, but it was faint one way and not faint the other way, and it was mixed because there's some iron in the ground too. But I knew it was right. down there. And of course, being a mine lab fan, I'm doing the, the profile. Yeah, I was gonna say if they, if there was iron down in there with it, and he was picking up on it and knew there was something there, he must have been running a mine lab. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, that was my favorite. You know, I, I took it to the club meeting, and everybody's just ecstatic. They couldn't believe it. You know, I had it folded up in a, uh, and I and I I passed it around, and they're, they're like, "You found this in a park?" Because you know. Having coins like that in Kansas, you got to think, you know, all day long, it had to be railroad workers that were working the, they were putting in the, around here is the Rock Island Railroad. That was oh, one, okay. of the, one of the older ones. You're probably familiar with that, Josh, because they run up that way too, the Rock Island. Uh-huh. Yeah, but uh -huh. that was my favorite by far. I mean, sure, the seated run a great too, but I had a lot of fun. And that thing, it's it's small. Oh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's always great to find a seated, but to yeah. hit something like that. Yeah, Al, up in your area, that's that's very respectable, very commendable. Good job. And I found some flying eagle sins, but here they're destroyed. I mean, when you pull those out, you really have to 
you about have to use electrolysis, which I've got an electrolysis unit just to bring out the a hint of the eagle. The detail. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's, the ground here is just ruins them. If it's a field, it's the fertilizer, it's the anhydrous, all the Yep, the anhydrous and all the other chemicals and fertilizers, they're just not good to them. But it, but it's fun. And I, and I found, you know, I found quite a rotation. I'm sure there are some white wheels that I haven't got to yet, but, you know, <laughs> but, but, uh, the rock island. Jason, up here, the Rock Island Line, this is the hometown, right right down the road. And yep. uh, the history of that particular rail line spreading and growing is great. And, and it uh, it's, it's pretty cool stuff. But big thing that trades up here are Rock Island watch fobs, Rock Island Line watch fobs. And the guys have found some of them. Oh, I have not been fortunate enough to find a Rock Island Line, but I did find a switchman's brass key from rock island oh let's see i find yeah. a lot of luggage tags from rock island um some of Ooh, these nice. yeah nice. it's nice to find those it is but but yeah i mean and with with those being the rock island luggage tags i assume that they're numbered like many of the other ones oh, yeah. uh did you get any that were fairly low numbered yeah well not a whole lot low most of Bear with me for a second. I have coon hounds and they went outside like right now. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. They were saying we got to go. Time to go. Yep. So, yep, they're going, hey, you guys are talking about hunting. We we got something we got to go do too. <laughs> That's right. That's right. I thought the cat was going to drink his monster behind him. Oh. oh, yeah. Well, this is... I don't know about you guys, but around here, you cannot be an Arnold Palmer tea. Where we go? Right here. Oh, there we go. Amazing. They're half and half. It's probably half even better half. when they're alcoholic, but it's just a tea. Right? <laughs> yeah. Nothing, I, nothing I go to the store and I get a and I'm not much of a pop drinker, so it's for me, it's water, a light tea, and, you know, so of course, coffee. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, well. Yeah, yeah, you got yeah. to gotta have the coffee, too. I'm sure Chuck would definitely agree with you there. Oh, yeah, yep. uh, coffee to get the heart going in the morning. About a half a gallon. <laughs> amen, amen. Now, you mentioned you're amen. with a club and that your club's having a hunt. Why don't you? A national hunt, yeah. Yeah, let me, let me get the paper. Hold on. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Get the paper. Yeah. Hold it up. Let us see it. We like to hear about those. Or read it off to us, and he may even be able to, uh, maybe if he can scan that or get a good, clear photo of it, send it to me after the show. I'll post it up on the Beyond Sight and Sound page. There you go. There you go. This is the stuff we like to see. That's right. <laughs> and maybe... If if we ask him real nice, he might show off uh, one of them finds he was talking about. Oh, I'll tell you what, I've got him in a I don't in, know. A, in a case and have to go pick him off. Oh it be, well it would take me a little bit of time. But Yeah, we, we but don't we want to make you have to do all that work. Well, I don't want to go dig too I should have pulled him out tonight, but you know what? I was really I was debating on whether I wanted to do it tonight or Wednesday night to be on the show. Because I, I had a, a hunch that, you know, Chuck was going to be on tonight for sure. But but we didn't know. But we were hoping. Right. 
You'd be on and that's it. and that's why we were a little fashionably late, folks. We literally threw yeah, this together right. like five minutes before the show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But hey, that's so May the know, 19th, Watch me work. I work best under pressure. <laughs> May the nineteenth, we're having our national hunt in Hoyt, Kansas. We have it every year in Hoyt, Kansas. They're very nice to us about using their city park. We have about seven fields, and we plant those fields. They're all seeded, and we have a ladies' hunt. We have a half-dollar hunt. We've got a gold a gold coin hunt. We break for lunch for an hour, and we have the dollar hunt and the main hunt. And then we have a major prize drawing award ceremony at three o'clock, where you can get all kinds of metal detectors, pinpointers, cool. gold coins, Mexico, you name it. Now, is is this only for club members? No, it's this is a national hunt. It's open for everybody and anybody. Um, we take it's. You can find it online if you look at Topeka Treasure Hunters Club. Um, you can pull the details too online. Okay. Uh, it's a relatively inexpensive hunt. Some of these hunts cost you hundreds of dollars. And you can spend yeah. hundreds, hundreds of dollars, but our ladies' hunt is only thirty bucks. Our half dollar hunt is only thirty-five dollars to get in. Our gold hunt's only forty. Our dollar hunt's uh, thirty-five. Our main hunt has everything is seventy dollars, and our we have a junior main hunt, which is for the kids, for sixty bucks, and they and they get a lot of stuff, and we bury in the ground for that. But so it makes for a long with, day. So with this, it it's kind of like uh, people can can sort of pick and choose what what yes. hunts they want to participate in, and just pay for registration for those. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it really is. And you know, we we throw the concession stand on our club does, and we have lots of eats. We have pulled pork sandwiches, coffees, and teas, free donuts in the morning. We have three different vendors that show up to selling supplies. Um, uh, one of them is High Plains Prospectors, which is uh, well, everybody knows that online. They're one of the. If you was to take three big companies right now, it's going to be Kelico, Big Boys, and High Plains. They're everywhere. Well, Chuck, you are you are too. But I'm just saying, you know, you, there's a lot of big companies out there right now. <laughs> the High Plains is starting to grow. Hey, if they're if they're coming to your hunt and supporting your club, that's a good. And thing. they're supporting the club. That's a good thing. Yeah. I mean, you yeah, can't get absolutely. that from Amazon. You can't get that from Cabela's. You can't no. get it from the other places. The guys that are into it, they'll travel out. They'll support you, and that's a good thing. Yeah. Yep, uh, and, and get you get the further. ones like Amazon and Cabela's and stuff. They'll take a step back when you're like, hey, can you come to the hunt? Can you help us out? Donate? Nope. 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 But but yeah, he's talking. They got coffee. They got donuts. Oh they got a gold coin hunt. Sounds like Just a good guy going to Hoyt. <laughs> it, it's good old Hoyt, Kansas. And we get, you know, uh, we get people from all over the place: Colorado, Oklahoma. They come from Iowa, Illinois. We got there's license plates. Parking packed. Yeah, good. I was going to say, out. can you remember? Because you obviously you've been a member of the club for quite some time in this hunt as this is an annual thing. What number hunt is this? How many years have, has the club been doing this national hunt? Off the top of my head. I don't even know if it's on here for sure. It's been years. 
And see, they don't even list it on here as far as the... See, like, they've been know. doing it so long, the club forgot how many years. Well, but they know. I mean, we have, we've had a lot of guys, <laughs> like a lot of clubs, this club's aging, and the guys that run it are guys that are, are veterans that have been around for a long time. Uh, you know, they've been doing it for years. It's, it's nice to get some new interest that wants to be the officers, you know, but it seems to be like a lot of aging clubs, the same guys are doing it every year for 20 years in a row. Uh, so oh yeah, yeah, uh, just, and and we know. see that a lot with a lot of the clubs too, yeah. and that's that's really interesting too. I I like that you you've got twenty five years in a hobby yourself, and you're talking about the the yeah. long timers that are long in the tooth, the veterans. Now, do, do you have a, a limit to the number of people that can enter? Oh, absolutely right. not. And and the kicker is if like if Chuck, if you come down and you wanted to get in the last minute. We bring extra coinage to plant in the ground to see okay. to there adjust to that change. Wow. Yes. There you go. Now, that's not something you normally hear about with a hunt. Yep. Nope. We, we want to make sure that everybody's ready for something. You can never guarantee you're going to find something, but the majority of people that show up are going to find something, some more than others. And, right. Right. You know, yeah, we have silver halves and we have some that are not so silver halves. But, uh, but you know, everybody is very happy with their, you know, every hunt. Nobody ever complains. So well, like i got to say, if I'm so out like in a park or something, I don't, uh, if I dig up a, a half dollar, I don't throw it back in the ground just because oh. it's clad. <laughs> I mean, if I'm going to dig it up like that, I'm taking it home. Amen. All that uh, clad adds up. And, uh, you know, after it's all said and done, you know, everybody goes back out after the show's done and they look for leftovers. And, you know, one year there was, uh, you know, we paint coins and we put a number on them for the big, the big prize items. And uh -huh. sometimes people don't find them all, you know, like every hunt, you know, you always hear somebody, you know, there's a coin still missing out there, you guys. Right. Tokens get missed or a big wow. coin. And we've had coins that were found four years after the hunt and we still keep that prize. If it's a high dollar prize and it's a, a metal detector, we don't give it away. We hold on to it because there's a chance that I'm going to find that. Oh, wow, that's different. Now that's that different. is, yeah. Yeah. I've never heard of a hunt doing that necessarily yeah, either, at least well, not four years so long. Now they had to be signed up if, say, a guy went back. Yeah. Yes. He had to be part of yeah. that. Found a token, turned it into you. You look him up. Oh, yeah, here you go. Here's your prize. Yes, yes. Oh, that's cool. So, yeah, that, that has happened very often. Is. Maybe one time that's happened with the metal detector. Many pinpointers, you know, but, you know, and then our club, I don't know if your clubs that up in Illinois do this and all that, Josh, but uh, we have a, uh, we bury a half dollar on a, okay, so it's a, it's a plastic coin roll sleeve, but we put a sharp end on the end of it, uh, like a cone for a, for a, a rocket at, the july time and we pound it into the ground and we hide it at a park somewhere well we the person that has to do that gives clues the clues are on paper and they're in rhymes we take these to the club and we hand a rhyme a rhyme clue out each week uh, each month until the, the found's found and when it's found it's worth a, a silver half every every time they find one and then of course we, we uh, like that I and I club does a lead bar and it's yeah. stamped Illinois Iowa treasure hunters yeah. and they give clues each month 
uh, until it's found, then the finder has to go out and bury it and give the next year or the next go at it uh, clues. So we do something very similar. Yes. And for the person that finds the lead bar, is there any sort of a prize yeah, other than the certainly. honor of hiding it? Two two silver rounds, two uh, yeah. Ooh. walkers. Yeah. Yeah, we do nice. we do one silver round. But this time around, last month, we had a guy up in Lawrence, Kansas, that is not a club member, find it, and and he says he's he's going to get it back, but he wants nothing in return. Because we offered him, we said we'll still give you a prize for finding it. We just want it back. And he goes, no, 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 I don't want nothing. He goes, I was just happy to say that I found Very it. Cool. <laughs> Very That's cool. cool. You but, know, I can see people uh, checking this out and hearing Jason talk about the group hunt and everything oh, yeah. and getting some ideas for maybe their club hunts. Yes, yes, there's always ideas. Yep. Yep, sounds like you have a very nice group. And ours is rain or shine, so if you come up here and it's pouring down rain, the club, we don't stop the hunt for nothing. So you better have your metal detector as waterproof or have a nice wrap to put around it. Because right. <laughs> The show Dress goes for on. any element. That's right. We yeah, we do the same thing. Why does it? Very we cool. Do a, we do a private hunt in the fall. We have a, a outside barbecue event in our private location, and there's no charge to enter that as long as you're a club member. And we plant a lot of coins, and everybody has a heyday in the fall too. So we actually have two hunts a year, but only one of them's a national hunt. There you go. There you go. Wow. You got to keep a long time. Well, it does. It true. does sound like a fun time. Yeah. yeah. Well, Sounds like a lot of stuff to be had for the people that are out there, too. Chuck, was you was you using the, your, a pinpointer in the in the water? Was you using that new that new profine? No one using the profine. I was using the new Nocta. The Nocta. Okay. And it did phenomenal. And it was underwater. It was on the beach. Tiny stuff. I mean, some of the little earring backs. I got several of those. The gold ones. Yeah, yeah. That little eight inch, you just hammer them, but trying to sift them out, you know, so I just take that until it gave me a reading and I ran it in iron setting. Uh, and man, it no, if it was a piece of iron, it just gnaw out. I was messing, it, it does exactly what they say it'll do. Yeah, good, it's, it's good very pinpoint. responsive in, in I, that respect. And I'm sure Jason's probably had a yeah. chance to play around with it a little bit, too. We're going to we're gonna take it down to, we, we vacationed down in Missouri um, to a place called the Current in Jack's Pork River, which is a very deep, natural um, stream. You know, it's, it's all spring-fed water. And uh, everybody loses cell phones, rings, you name it, in the, in the deep water, the clear water. And we're going to dive down and we're going to test the depths of it this year. That's our plan. But Good. so now far, do you, do you hookah or do you have tanks? We, you... we, we hookah. We don't have tanks. We're in, you know, we never have used tanks. We should because the water is deep in some areas. And, you know, you yeah. can look down and see things that are down deep. And I'm talking, you know, pretty deep. I mean, you know, we're talking 25 foot. Oh, so the visibility is great. So yeah. I should scuba dive with tanks on. I should. What's that water temp like? Is that? Oh that my cold? gosh! <laughs> it's, right now, it's probably pretty cold. Yeah. Well, it's a it's a constant. I think it. Don't quote me on it, but I think it's fifty six degrees constantly coming out of out of the caves that feed these streams. Oh yeah, you did say it was like a spring. 
one of the caves, um, if you look at online and look in the United States, the deepest, the deepest spring uh, that has a, a cave attached with it, um, it's never been found as far as how deep it really is. They've had divers go down as far as they can and they could wow. never find the, the, the bottom, the end of that cave. And I forget which, which one it is. Uh, not roaring, maybe it's roaring rivers. Um, but every year they have a diving club that, that dives down and every year they go further and they've been doing this for years and they never can find the bottom. Wow. So it is no, so they, they keep pushing the limitations, but they just can't find they, the they end. Can't find the bottom. Yeah. There's, no, there's no end. It's down there somewhere and they keep on squeezing through little holes. You know, it gets deeper and deeper and deeper. But you got to be careful because coming out of that, you never guaranteed. Nope. nope yeah, nope. yeah. When it when it comes to cave diving, it's it's dicey. Yeah, that's it's a little dangerous. Yep. You got trout fishing there, Jason. We have trout. We got uh, rainbows. Uh, Missouri's. Uh, they're doing. Uh -oh. They're doing uh, really good about putting rainbows and browns in Missouri in these streams because they're so so cold. Mm -hmm. and, uh, they're and the, we have smallies, and oh, we have the normal blue, uh, bluegills and all that in there too. So we have a lot. We have a sucker fish um, that are in there, kind of like a carp. But yeah, lots of good fish cool. in there too. Cool. Sounds like a good area. There's some people on the, the chat here saying, uh, like Mike said, he's been there several times. Some other people have too. So the current river, yes, the cold water. The current river. Uh, if you ever get a chance to go to Missouri, definitely check out the national park called Alley Spring. You know, they have an old mill there. It's been, you know, been there forever. It's it's mm -hmm. all original and it is a national park. They got an old school on the ground. They got a park station. Um, the spring is right next to the mill. Um, it's incredible. The water's blue, like like blue water you've seen, Chuck, down on vacation, I'm sure. It's in the same color blue. That's how cool. deep that spring is. Only a little cooler than the blue water you saw. <laughs> yeah. 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 I'm sure the blue water Chuck saw was quite a oh. bit warmer. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Actually, there there was one interesting find that Chuck had made in the water. That was more of a line of sight find, wasn't it, Chuck? Yeah. Can't beat it. Can't beat it. Nope. Yeah. Wow. Yep. Dogs. Dogs. And for people that haven't got injured yet, they, they may want to drop back and check out um check out Sunday's stream, the stream last Sunday. That's the launch of the Silver Stack giveaway that we've currently got running where they can get themselves entered for for a chance at the silver stack. Well, what are we going to do to enter? They've got to go back to the the, uh, the live Sunday's last live stream, the last live stream, the one that was Sunday, uh, 2, okay. 225, 24, I believe it was, launch of the silver stack giveaway, and leave a comment on that video. You, you can go. you can make whatever comment you want. Let's let's keep keep it clean. But you can make whatever comment you want as long as it contains the phrase "silver stack," and that'll get you entered into the drawing for the silver stack. 
And if you say you, you know, if, if a friend had told you about it and they were entered too, and, and you get drawn as the winner, well, your friend wins a little something too. I just don't know what yet. I haven't decided. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. It it's there there's been some people getting entered into it. Uh a lot of them were entering that night right nice, after the stream. Nice pile of silver too to be given away. Hey, yeah. Our other our other special guest just showed up. Here she is right here. Right here. Right here. Oh, I hear her. Oh, there's Alyssa. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Hello, how you doing? doing Hello. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Wow, good the, the deal. No, that's she, good. She went out tonight, and uh, there's a there's a gentleman that we know in, in Topeka, Kansas, that's dying of cancer, and oh. he's never accepted Christ in Jeff's oh. heart. So tonight, Melissa went to the house, and he wanted to accept Christ, so she took the time to bring the Bible and and bring Christ into his heart before he passes on. That's uh, very considerate of her. Yes, very much so. Very much so. Very, very good. Yeah, definitely. It's, uh, well, and I guess especially for that gentleman, you know, yeah. never too late. <laughs> never too late. And I, I feel like his moment's coming, and maybe he thinks it is because he's, he's really been concerned, and he's shown a lot of interest, and he, you know, you just never know. When you have cancer, it can, it can take you one time, or you might last for months. But he's been going downhill. Yeah. Well, so, so that's important. Yeah. And Stephanie's and all the rest, you know, God bless him. And God bless yeah. her for that. That's pretty cool for him. Oh, I'm so excited. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we are excited. We have, we I have. Am. We have cats and dogs. We have we love our, our house pets. We are a, we are a pet friendly family. Good, good. Hey, nothing wrong with that at all. And they're Not all rescued all. except for one. We rescued. I mean, pretty much everyone of them. Good. Yeah. Wow. Good Very good, guys. Very good. Do any of the dogs ever go detecting? Uh. I can I can say that I have not had them go detecting, but I'm also a trapper, and I have had my my dogs with me trapping before. And I've always been leery about them getting in a, a trap set for a coyote, but they're pretty they're out of attention to what's going on. Good. And don't they don't run off like some coon hounds? You know, I've had some hounds or dedicated hunters that would go out for a mile and leave me, but these ones will stick around. Yeah. Well, this is nice. Oh, you so, so they don't like to stray too cool. far then. Nice. And then, uh, then we have our our, do- our daughter. Oh, come here, baby. Come here. Our, our daughter. Our-, our daughter has a little. I call it the rat dog. It's just the cutest thing you ever see. Like, <laughs> 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 and, uh, that's a rescue too, you guys. There's we have a lot of Guatemalans in this area. Oh, now look at that. And <laughs> and uh, they they bring dogs and they don't want to take care of them. They put them in a pen with chickens and they don't feed them. They throw them scraps out of the out of the garbage, and Melissa can't stand to see it. So she went up to the house and she demanded them um, that they give the dogs up. And they said they're five hundred dollar dogs, 
She said, I don't care. She says, you know, if you can't take care of your animals, give them up. Right. If you're going to treat them like that. And yeah. they, they gave them all up. I did. I got the mom, I got the dad, and I got the puppy, too. Yeah. Good. Here's our kitty marshmallow. Yeah, marshmallow. Been, He's a rescue, too. They've been seeing that cat on the tree behind wow. us. Yeah, he is. He's been uh, it's like wild kingdom. Yeah, it is. We have a, we have quite a. And they all get along. Yes. Everybody's well fed. Everybody's taken care of. They're all happy here. That's good on you. Yeah. That's good on you. Hello. Yeah, definitely. Like that's, that's the amazing part to get that many of them in one spot and have them all, all get along. Get along. Yeah. It. Uh, but we are at capacity. You know, our town does not let you have more than what we have for dogs. Um, and we have a nice big backyard, and we also have a dog park, so they get their get their exercise. Go out. Good. And but, you, see, you do a lot of trapping. I, I do trap. Um, you know, it's a dying thing. You know, metal tinting is still strong, but trapping's not. Fur prices are down low. Yes. You know, and yeah. fur buyers are getting fewer and far between. So mm -hmm. you know, it, and it's. Trust me, it's hard to swing both both things. You know, when I trap it's in the winter time, and I like to mill pick the winter time too. So I have to I have to find time, and it's it's tough. But as the markets change, I well, don't. And if you're if you're running a large line too, it that can be a job in its own right there. Just keeping yep. keeping all just your traps moving. Just keeping up with it. Yep. Now, yeah. We, uh, we our properties out there would trap the rat and the. Uh, Beaver and yeah. nobody's doing it, and we're overrun now with large, a lot of problems with the beaver, uh, that kind of stuff, coons, and, uh, and nobody's doing it anymore. The market is way down. Um, that's that's what I deal with. <laughs> animal numbers are up, way up, and then, then people complain. Right. So it's a catch twenty two. Yeah, that's true. But uh, yeah, it's it's hard to find that balance. I'm also, and I'm sure some of the members there. I never had a chance to ask you guys, and you know, maybe Josh and Chuck, maybe you guys are too. But do you guys ever take part in that group called the uh, Lost and Found online? They they charge you five dollars a year to join because, like any page, it costs money to retain it. The website. Right, maintenance fee. It's called lost, lostmystuff.com. I have not. I used to be on there. Okay. I am not. You pay $5 uh, a year. And, and that kind of stuff, but I don't do that. I, I've got a network here in our Quad City area. People call. We'll get calls and messages. We've got a lost ring. We go do it. Or they'll call me here right. because the detector's old. Or over at R and R in Bettendorf, so there's been quite a few calls, and they'll call me, and I'll head out, and we'll return it for them. Right, and I've got my own uh, local recovery page on Facebook that people find me through, or word of mouth, like they find Chuck through, and then uh, I'm I'm also listed on the Ring Finders, but I may be letting that go to the wayside pretty soon too, because it it can keep me busy enough just locally. Yeah. So I, I participate with that. And I also do the, uh, roll of tokens page. I, every time I find a token, I like to. Yeah. Yep. 
Um, I've had a couple. Posted. Oh yeah, yeah. I found a mm -hmm. token here in Holton, Kansas. Um, you know, this town was founded in 1865, and I found a token that advertised a prescription company, a doctor's office in town, that the the historical society has no record of them being in Holton. But they produced the coin, the token, and I found it, and it's very readable. It's one of my more valued finds too, you know, because it's so it was so rare. But they were ecstatic to see it because they put it in the book and said nobody's found this yet. And I went to the humane or the humane nice the historical society, and they said they would love to have that. And I said, well, I know you would, and maybe a, a time I might give it to you. But for now, I, I, I'm taking pride. It's going in my display case. Right. For now, yeah. it's just fine in my collection. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. When you find them like that, they're there's some to be proud of for sure. You did pretty well, it sounds like, for your area. That's cool. You got uh, a couple rare pieces and pieces that surprised you. That's metal detecting. You just don't know what's going to come up. You never know what your next find's going to be. Uh-uh. No. Okay. You dig don't. It all. I don't dig at all, but there's times that I do. If somebody says, hey, I need to find my ring. You know, I'm looking for a certain signal for that, of course, but there's other times they want to see everything in their yard. And I find myself doing that too sometimes. Does your wife detect? She does. In yes, fact, I do. She was asking you last time around, Chuck, before vacation time about what a lightweight detector. I've had her uh, hold the days before and she's used the Equinox before, and those are light. Mm -hmm. uh, she's yeah. got fibromyalgia, so. Yeah. You can you can understand the pain ah, in the arm sometimes. Yes, yep. I can. Yeah. Yeah. All too well. Yeah. Well, do That's do it if you can. To hear that. Yeah. Good. She helped me find a. We we attempted to find a ring. It was a, it was an unsuccessful attempt. But the long story short, this was a, a a county a deputy sheriff. His wife lost the wedding ring, and my friends. It's my friend's daughter. And they said, we know Jason Metal Detects. Have him come over. So we went over there. I took Melissa too. We looked around. We hunted and hunted and hunted. We couldn't find it. And I says, reflect, reflect back. And what would you do that night before when you found your ring was gone? Exactly. And she says, well, we was throwing away. We was going through toys and throwing away toys. I said, I bet you one of your toys has got that ring inside of it. And she went back and she found that ring. <laughs> so I wanted to you. Nice. You kind of help job. But we still tried to help Yeah. Out. We still tried. We did. Cool. Hey, you know, you got it. You got to do what you can, no matter which way, shape, or form that help comes in. You still assisted in the recovery. Shannon, the the page is called RollOfTokens.com, <coughs> or even Token Catalog. Yeah, Token Catalog too. Yeah. Yeah. That no. one, I know I've got a few on there myself on, on Token Catalog. But it's yeah, they used that in the, actually the last, that one token, they, they wanted that on the page and they put it in the book. So I got a rare one. All right. Um, it's fun to find a rare yeah. one. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. I had a guy, I'll tell you, there's always a story, right, to every town you go to, right? There's this little town called Willis, Kansas, population, like, I think it's 79 people. There's oh. only a very few small houses left. It's like a ghost town in the making. But there's right. a park there, there there's a co-op there, and I was meditating on that, and the guy that runs the co-op comes over, and he would not leave me alone, and he says, what'd you find, what'd you find, what'd you find? Follows me around to every spot. 
So finally I stopped and I says, look, I says, I'll be happy to show you what I find, but let me finish my job. <laughs> and, and he told me, he says, the reason why I'm hounding you is because if you find this token, there's only one token that's been found in this town that has to do with the convenience store back in the 1800s. And I'm the finder of it. If you find one of those, I want to see it because I don't want to be, I don't want somebody else to find one. I want to be the only one. I said, oh my God. <laughs> I, I looked at him and I was like, I'm probably not going to come show you what I find and I'm not going to leave. So just let me do my job. You know, let me do my Right. But he would not, he would not give up. There's always a but I, I didn't yeah, want, wanting to run interference, so hopefully you didn't find. He was one. trying hard, and and I did hunt a lot in that, but it's been cherry picked, you know. And and I I find wheat pennies, I find Indian pennies, but I didn't find any silver, and I looked hard. But everybody stopped by and told me, "Oh, you you hunt this, he hunts this, everybody hunts this." Hey, Jason, what um, what's your soil condition out there in Kansas? Oh, we have clay. We have a lot of clay, and we have a mm -hmm. lot of dark loam. Okay. Um, but, you know, we've had moisture like like a lot of you guys have had this year, so we're blessed. I mean, yeah, we had a freeze overnight. Last night it was 14 degrees here. Same here. So, yeah. And, and tonight's going to be 24, but 80 degrees on Sunday. And with all this moisture. Wow. Great, yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you got the moisture because – Panhandle of Texas and Oklahoma is burning right now. Yep. They're dry and uh, 850,000 acres have burnt. Oh, man. Homes, businesses. So high wind and dry. Isn't it funny how last year it was Canada on fire and now it's uh, it just changes every year? You know, sometimes it's California. Yeah, all right. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, and you never know where where things are gonna show up like that, unfortunately. Yeah. And with the the record temperatures that we've already been seeing this year, people are already out making killer finds. Yeah. Dennis was tearing it up here recently. Him and Kevin both. Yeah. Yeah, Dennis. Think, yeah. Kevin about well. Yeah, Dennis got a, uh, I think it was two cent piece the other day. You guys ready uh -huh. for dinner? Those two cent pieces, man, you, you find them. They're out there for sure. And the fields Our around here, they plow them up and, and over and over again. You know, there's a, I got a field just down the road, about two blocks literally from my house. I'm on the edge of town, is the old 1800s fairgrounds. And it had a nice. horse race. There you it go. Oval Horse Racetrack, it had the actual fairgrounds and they and all that on this area. And the farmer has a rotation, corn, soybeans, corn, soybeans. So every year he does soybeans, you can bet I'm knocking on that door. And, and we find Right, yeah, it's, it's always easier to hunt the soybean stubble than it is the corn stubble. And we give it a break, but... You know, again, the coins be fine. A lot of times they're destroyed. I mean, even, even the silver, oh, that's right. Even the silver is kind of tarnished. Sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's unfortunate. All you can do is try to try to save them while you can, where you can, when you can. But, and it's been hunted so much. I've, we've had guys um, 
it's funny where the ballpark used to sit down there. There was to be a ballpark stadium. Is now they poured, they've ruined the ground. They poured concrete down. They made roadway and they covered all that ground up to where you can't metal tech on it anymore. And so all that lost. Now there was a guy that metal tech the heck out of that field row that sits next to this ground, and he's found so much silver. But he's, I I can say it's been hunted out because I can detect it year to year to year and never find not one dime, not one quarter, nothing. But wow. It's just, yeah, worth in. And that's just years and years. I mean, just think about all the years. You know, go back to the years, all the detectors, the compass detector, the old whites detectors. You know, they've, you know, they've been detecting for years. And some of those old machines were really good because the coins were shallow. They were good machines, right. too, yeah. But the, just think about how much more shallow the coins were 45 years ago than they are now. Right. Well, and you figure back then, too, discrimination really wasn't all that good, so they were digging everything. They were digging everything. And, yeah, so, but, uh, hey, you know what? Sign of times, things change. I'm fine protecting the way I am now and, and digging down deep. And like you guys know, every time it rains, get out and do it. Oh, yeah, yeah. And after the, the thaw early in the year, you got all that moisture in the ground. Maybe it heaved a little bit. The the uh, the different machines, the technological race, we're all winning in the field. Better technology now, Better technology. more refined uh, hunting techniques by yep, some people. Got, look at this. Now, now, Chuck, you heard about, I, I showed Josh the other day, Garrett's got a new storm coming up. Did you see the release? Yeah. <laughs> KG and Ringy supporting the hat. <laughs> yeah. So you got to wonder what's this going to be about? What do they got in their, in their, in their bag? I don't know enough about it to speak. Well, <laughs> all I know is about it. That's yep. it. Storm. They're, they're well, and pretty tight. And I was saying, and people that were following the show, they remember last year I was saying for a while, we, we're we're going to see something out of Garrett here pretty soon. I oh, know, yeah, they know it. I, I was a little late, though. I thought we'd see it before the end of the year, and now here we are, first part of 24, and now we're starting to hear the uh, rumble about it. Yeah, a little bit. Uh, you know, R&D and then development and then testing and then fine tuning and getting it to the point that they aren't getting a lot of callbacks uh, when they release it is a, is a tough thing. And we've seen it in many different detectors out of many different companies. They get out there, they rush to get it out and then a whole bunch of them got to come back or something's wrong or they're sending updates and it isn't working out right. So it takes a long time, sometimes from the time it was developed on paper to the point that it's in a tester's hands five years. Yeah. Six. And I mean, I'm sure both of you guys know we saw it a little bit with the AT Max, and we really saw it with the legend so much to the point where Nokta won't give a date on any release now. And we're starting to see that more and more from all the companies. Nobody wants to give a firm, you know, don't, oh, no. we don't want to give a firm date and be up against the wall and have everybody grumbling. 
look at Mind Lab, man. Mind Lab made a mistake like that over and over again. They lost people because of that mistake. Yeah. They yeah. Promising, promising, and not Absolutely. giving it out. And we even, yeah, and and we even saw it most recently with Mind Lab with the release of the Manticore coils. They didn't want to give a hard date on it. And that's what we're seeing now from all of the manufacturers. Yep. But it, uh, I don't know. There's yeah. something to be said for anticipation. That's right. That's it. You know, they'll, they'll advertise something in bits and pieces six months before it may even hit the market. Or oh, yeah. They'll, yeah, they'll, yeah, exactly. I was going to say it in some, some situations. You know? I mean, won't won't necessarily mention any names first Texas, but uh they they touted things for years where we started to wonder if it was like Santa Claus. We'd hear about it, but nobody was seeing it. Nobody was seeing it. Yeah. They finally came out well, with the that's, that's the way it goes though. They're still they're still working on their uh they were gonna have an advanced PI machine. Nope. Yeah, their their hybrid, their VLFPI unit. Yep, 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 yep. So that hasn't made it to the uh, show yet. So we'll see yeah. what they've got going. Now, yeah, uh, yeah. Illinois has got a. I seen an advertisement the other day about a big melting show coming up in Illinois. Something new this year. You got any details on this? On that, why not? That might be more on your end, Chuck, or or even John Ramos. End. He he, uh, you know, running the IMDA page. He he may know something about that, but I have not heard anything right off the top of my head. I see that just the advertising. It's supposed to be first annual. I wish I would have snapped it to you, Josh. Yeah, yeah, I I'm. Might have recognized it then, so I know it's not Dig Fest or anything because that well, it's going to be a it's going to be a vendor uh, show. Like we're going to invite Mind Lab, Nocta, Garrett, and it's going to be like a like what they have in Vegas, like a just an overall show. Your you know all your gear. Oh, so so kind of like an exposition, like a sports trade show, show. Yeah. like shot show. Yep. Yeah, trade show. Yeah, yeah. big trade show. Huh. Yep, maybe up in the Chicago area. I don't know I'm, if everyone's still on. Yeah, I was going to say that would tend to lead me to think Chicago. Yeah. yeah. Could be down there. I'm not sure what it would be, though, right off the top of my head. I, I'll bet you maybe somebody in our, in our group there in the chat like, may have seen the same ad I've seen. I should have snapped Yeah, it's possible. Josh and check both. Yeah, I mean, I've got a friend that he does some deliveries for uh, trade shows and things like that where, I don't know, maybe I'll have to check. Maybe he's heard something about it. Ah. I know the last time he had to make a delivery to to one of those shows like that in Chicago, he was a little leery of that because they had him unloading on a rooftop dock. It's Something about that just yeah. automatically kind of puts you a little on edge when you're thinking you're taking a loaded semi truck and parking it on the roof. <laughs> that, that, that puts me on edge. Yeah, that's not. Yeah, I mean, it, it almost sounds like a hold my beer and watch this kind of story. 
hold my beer. <laughs> hold my beer. We'll get her done. Yeah. Yeah. He got her done though. It was, it was interesting. He, he sent back pictures from being on that rooftop dock and it's like, yeah, oh, no. you, you could be certifiable. <laughs> oh, gee. <clears throat> what do you think, Chuck? You think he earned his shirt? Sure, he did. <laughs> it's been a pleasure, y'all. I, I had a lot of fun tonight. I wish I would have. I wish I would have had. It was so kind of unplanned, unknowing that I would have had a lot more stuff out to where I could have showed some things. I've got so many, you know, wedding rings, and bands, and stuff that I found gold and silver. You know, my favorite find. My favorite find here at this house. We bought this house in Holton. I was hunting the tree in the front yard. It's an old, old tree. And about eight foot to the south and the, I mean the east, I hit a really deep gold coin, uh, token, uh, not, a gold signal. And about eight inches down, I found the biggest damn gold class ring I've ever found. I mean, it, it sounded sweet. I nice. Gold. Nice. It was up a 14 on the, equi uh, on the equinox, but I found it too, the 800. <clears throat> and I, and I, I dug down and I pulled it out and I, and I washed it off because, you know, first thing I seen was gold shining out at me. It was plain as day. And then I researched the name inside and I called down to Florida and talked to a classmate of the class that won the ring. And he told me, well, Jason, I got sad news. He goes, the guy that had that ring died the year after the year that that ring. It was 73. So in 74, he passed away. He goes, but oh. I have to tell you is you can find his brother. His name's Kerwin McGee, and guess what? Kerwin was the city manager of the city hall. And I went, I called him up, and I said, hey, I got, I got something I want to give to you. I said it's going to be important to you. Um, I don't, I don't expect to get to keep it. It's going to be yours. When can I meet with you? And he said, Well, what would you possibly have? My credit card? I said, No. <laughs> <laughs> I says, but I promise you, you'll, you'll, you'll be sweating. You'll be so happy. Right. You'll want. I showed it to him and, and I gave it to him wrapped up in a, in a bandana and he opened it up and he, and his jaw dropped and he's like, oh my gosh. He goes, I know exactly what this is. He goes, this has been lost since the year that he bought it. And he's been gone forever, you know, past his, his brother. Wow. And he's like, wow. He goes, where did you find this at? And I told him, and he told me exactly what happened. He says he had to be washing his car by this tree. He had a hot rod car back in that day. And he probably just fell off his hand and got trampled in the ground. But not seen again. He pulled his wallet out that day. And he goes, he goes, well, first he offered it back to me. I was like, no, I don't want it. This is not mine. It's yours. I, I would never accept or uh, keep a ring that, that means something to somebody else. I don't care. I mean, it, it's yours. And he says, he pulls wallet out and goes, I got nothing in my wallet that's worth what this ring is to me. So he says, I don't want your money. Right, yeah. I mean, you know that had to. It meant the world to him. And uh, he says, I'm going to I'm gonna clean this professionally. And I'm going to give it to the grandson. My, uh, oh, nice. At Christmas. That <laughs> is very cool. I was, I was, uh, I, you know, I found silver ones before, but this gold one was, a, I mean, it was a nugget, man. It was huge. Oh yeah, yeah. That's that's when you say, you know what? You get that professionally cleaned, and you give that to the grandson, and exactly. and you send me a picture of him wearing that ring, and you can consider that paid in full. 
I said, he said, what do you want for this? I said, you know what I want? I want a picture of me handing this ring to you so I can show the club. Because I'm not going to show this to the club. This is this is yours. I just want to. Right, yeah. Um, pictures or it didn't happen. Good. And, and I did. And yeah. So that was a, a magical moment for me. Ring returns always nice, right? I've given all my rings I found and given away back to the person that found them all. This is the yeah, absolutely. One. I agree. I'm sure Chuck would too. Yeah. You got it. Yes. That and that uh, is something else. Right. Well, you've earned your shirt now. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say if he hadn't before, that definitely ought to earn yeah. it for him. It was a, I mean, it was a and those book. are very limited. Yes. Now. Does your wife want one? Oh, do you want a Cosmoser shirt, a t-shirt? I do. Oh, well, I add one for you. This is what I did with all the buttons I found. Look at that birdhouse. She likes to be artsy crafty. I've got one that does the same uh, stuff. Artsy oh crafty. Oh boy, if Tam's watching, I'm in for it now. <laughs> <laughs> she paints rocks too. This is incredible. Got on with you. She's been working oh, yeah. on. Her. On her birdhouse in the back, and uh, I paint rocks. Yeah, you does. paint rocks. Cool. We go, we go nice. to vacation to Missouri and bring back river rocks, and she paints them and and she gives them away. And you know, she never sells them; she gives them away to people that want them. Oh, oh, that's cool. I'll, yeah. I'll send you each a shirt. Thank you. What, Thank what, you. What size do you want, Melissa? Yeah. Um, I'm about a medium <laughs> or a large. You know, let's let's get you. These are 100 percent cotton. Yeah, I was gonna say, hey, let's get no her large or or maybe even an XL, so she's got plenty of room to breathe in. Yeah. Yeah. But you got to remember, they're 100 percent cotton, so, so don't can't, tumble dry. Can't dry them hardcore in the dryer. Gotcha. Tumble dry yeah. them. I love otherwise, my dryer. Uh, otherwise, That's you may have a shirt for the cat. Large. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you guys have been wonderful tonight. Two XL or XL? Yeah, XL for me and, and probably large. large for her. All right. That'd and be awesome. Send, send your your shipping addy <laughs> Josh and okay. we'll get you out. Okay. Sure. Look at that. Oh, right. awesome. Yeah. Yeah, see, check we'll that out. Get... picture of us wearing them. One of these years, when you go up to Alaska yeah. for your uh, for your gold hunt, Chuck, we're gonna be we're gonna be coming along. You wait, it's coming. Yeah. I promise you that. I hope to be. Oh, there you go. Yeah, we're getting the whole crew up there again. We're going back this summer, and it'll be a good time. And oh, yeah. hopefully, I I can introduce you to some of the miscreants of Nome, Alaska. Some of the prospectors it's not a town that you're going to go to and expect to see skyscrapers it's a minor <laughs> yeah it it uh it brings a whole yeah, new term to roughing it yeah. uh, but it's it's neat it's a good place to go yeah. you, want, you want to get out if you want to get away from it all you get away from it there Maybe even a little too far away, though. You got to keep an ear out for the bear. People like get lost there, and I think getting her back would be impossible. She'd probably want to stay forever. Probably. I'd probably be coming back on myself. I'm getting that's a kick out awesome. of his back. I mean, that's. So I wouldn't let him go back. Or, I'd make him stay with me. Yeah, or, He'd be miserable, but. 
I want to be. <laughs> okay, guys. Right, guys. Well, thanks. All right. Thanks for being on. We'll do it again, Jason. Yeah. We, we went maybe over next time we can have him show some fines. Yeah. yeah. Get you organized and get you on, but you yep. stepped up. You stepped up to the plate. We'll give him a little more forewarning than forewarning. five yeah. minutes. Yeah. 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 My uh, friends out there, uh, step up to the plate. Come on, show us what you're finding. Yeah. Yeah. Let's talk detecting and whatever else it is you do and what you've done for people. That, that's the kind of news we want to listen to. Yeah, anymore. It, it's, it's neat. Hobby, hobbies are a wonderful thing, and there's so many cool hobbies out there. Some are absolutely. This is one thing that will never die is metal testing. I mean, you, you can hunt, still, hunt, hunt, still growing. Even when we go to Mars, you know, I won't be alive for it, I'm sure, yep. but you know what? At some point in time, It'll continue on there, and there'll be some kind of a mineral that it's probably worth more than gold. Right. Somebody will be finding it. Somebody will be looking for it. <laughs> so something right, worth right. more than gold. I got to lead someone to the Lord tonight. Yeah. yeah. So. There you go. There you go. Well, guys, I got to back go. out of here. Okay. We're a half hour over. So I'm sorry, guys. That was fun. It was fun. It was. Hey, that's all right. It was a great time, and uh, I'll try not to give you such short notice next time. Yeah, right. There you <laughs> go. <laughs> all right. Well, thanks for uh, uh, dropping in with us there, Jason, okay. and uh, right. you get them shirts. Go ahead and shoot us a picture and oh, post yeah, it up definitely. on the page. And we'll get all up right. there. Thanks for, for taking the time to be on with us tonight, buddy. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, we'll come out there. We'll get up there. We'll get up your way sometime and do a hunt. I never get out too far to the north, but always to the south. But we'll come. We'll come up that way sometime and uh, get some of your your uh, seated hunts up that way. Yeah. I like it warm. Oh yeah. Right. Well, you go to Ruba then. Well, best of luck to both of you. <laughs> and uh, yeah, yeah. There you go. Best of luck to both of you and. Uh, Especially to Melissa, I mean, stay, you know, try to try to make it as easy as you can, you know. So, cool. I guess we'll uh, catch you two another time. All right, great. Show. All right, we'll see you, Jason. Ah, uh, yep. Take care, buddy. Night, all. Well, that was uh, that was a good time, Chuck. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna get more of the. You know, we've got quite the crew here watching all the time in the, in the comments and, yep. and everybody's got some stories to tell and everybody's got something to show and whether they're talking about crafting or whether they're helping people out, that's the type of news we like to hear, bring it on. And that's why we like this. So, you know, let's keep going. Some of you step up to the plate. Let's hear about it. Yep. Okay. So, hey, bud, have a good and night. It was definitely good to hear hear some of Jason's stories. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. All yeah. right. Take care. And I'll back on out of here, my friend. Yeah. Good to see you back, Chuck. You have a Thanks. wonderful evening. You too. Wow. Uh, that was something else. I know we got off to a, a little bit of a a late start there for for folks but we 
appreciate everyone for hanging in there. Like I said, we were, I was literally throwing this together last minute and we ran a few minutes late trying to uh, get Chuck worked in as well with him getting his internet uh, updated and all of that. But hey, I like it when a plan comes together. And even though it was short notice, it came together all right. So if you enjoyed the show, throw us a like. Uh, Go back and check out Sunday's live stream, the launch of the Silver Stack giveaway to find out how to get yourself entered into the Silver Stack giveaway. Morgan Silver Dollar, Walker Half, Silver Washington Quarter, and Mercury Dime all up for grabs to one winner. And that is all courtesy of Mike Laquamette, Metal Detecting Central Illinois. Check out their group if you have not already. And then obviously, don't forget our friends over at Detect America, Can You Dig It, Jersey History Hunters. Uh, The list goes on and on. We've got to be on site and sound page on Facebook. The podcast site is available through your podcast distribution services. And, uh, you know, my timeline, metal detecting, beyond sight and sound group, yada, yada, yada. We're out of here, folks. Have a wonderful night. We sure are glad you found us here tonight. Thanks for dropping by and joining in. If you like metal detecting, treasure hunting, gold prospecting, or even entertaining discussion, check us out Wednesdays and Sundays, 8 p.m. Eastern, on your favorite podcast distribution services. Thank you.